Hi. Hi. Welcome to Sip. Survive. And repeat. And we didn't even plan that. <laughs> We're missing Kenny. Kenny's on Kenny. here. Kenny. This plan is now Kenny. So. Kenny, how are you? Oh, good. Thanks for asking, guys. Oh, oh my God. We are such dwarfs. And we're not even drinking alcohol. No. Uh, it's middle of the day recording, and we both do have jobs that we have to be. Unfortunately, yes. A little sober for. Like, a little. Um, I also have a facial later tonight, and I feel like every time I go there, which is probably more than I should, it's always after we record, and I always smell like wine. She's probably thinks I have a problem. <laughs> Maybe I do. <laughs> well, now you'll smell like tea. Yeah. Which is nice. Um, I would like to say that um, this is their new sweet cream, vanilla sweet cream cold brew. And it is Starbucks she's talking about. Yeah. It's all kinds of delicious. It looks scrumptious. Um, I mean, it's got a lot of calories for a coffee drink, but. But you're going to do you. Yeah. We just were discussing that. Um, cause Danelle start, Danelle started a new thing. Of course it's called the whole life challenge mm -hmm. and it's basically like a whole mind, body, soul, 42 day thing. Uh -huh. And I love it. I've done it before. This is like my fourth time doing it. Okay. And you do like, you're supposed to stretch every day for 10 minutes. You exercise for 10 minutes every day. That could be like a walk. And then you, there's certain like rules with food, but it's all about like resetting your body and like like I can eat like who cares but it's a whole thing it's great I like it I'm on like day 10 right now and my new thing is I'm just gonna like myself which is even better <laughs> I wish I could get there mm, I, mean, I don't there, know I'm but... not mm, see I'm not there but I'm really that's my goal is to try really hard because yeah. I think the more I like myself the more I'll want to just like do healthy stuff yeah. because I like myself that's a different way to think about it too. And probably a very smart way to think about it. You know, I just, I feel like very restricted by like having like rules. Mm -hmm. I love rules. <clears throat> I hate them. I know. I like, I love a game and I love a rule. Right. And I'm going to follow it. I'm going to do it. Like I'm still trying to definitely eat healthier in general. Um, but again, I think... There was such a calm when I decided this like two nights ago that I was like, huh. And tell them what you're, you're cutting back on wine, but tell them what you're drinking instead because maybe someone oh. else wants to try it. Yes. So I started drinking kombucha, which if you haven't had it before, I tried it years ago, like probably three or four years ago because my friend Kristen was really into it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Super good for you. Yes. So it's basically, it's fermented tea and it can be black tea or green tea that's fermented and it has like, you know, good bacteria and stuff in it. And sometimes they call it mushroom tea because when they make it, the bacteria forms like almost a mushroom cloud on the top. Mm. Mm, delicious. Um, and when I tried it a few years ago, I was like, this is absolutely disgusting. Why would anyone drink this? But because I'm trying to cut back on wine, just like during the week, on weeknights, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, I was like, uh, but I need something to pour in a wine glass and feel like you're drinking, like I'm drinking something yeah. fun. There is like an essence. There's a, a calmness when it comes to wine, like yes. drinking it, sitting down, like 
Yeah, like I put Declan to bed and then I sit on the couch and I have it's a glass. Like a little reward at the end of the night. Yeah, and, and there are still some nights that I have a glass of wine. Like, don't. <laughs> this is cutting out. People, everybody, calm down. Yeah, um, but don't add us. I was just, I was just like trying to think of something I could do that would be fun. And actually, did you know kombucha has a very slight amount of alcohol in it because it's fermented? I did know that. <laughs> in fact, in the, that whole life challenge thing I'm doing, you're only allowed one glass of wine a day, mm -hmm. um, at least for the level I'm doing because I did the easiest level. And um, it's listed on there as compliant because it's still healthy. And even though it has alcohol in it. So. Nice. Yeah. It's very small amount. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, uh, I, I got a couple ones and my favorite one so far, I did try both the ones that I got, um, they're both from Trader Joe's, not shocking because I live above it. Um, but the one is health aid mm -hmm. and I've never tried that. Brand. The one I tried, well, it doesn't have as much of that goo on the bottom. Okay. At least that I, creeps me out. At least the bottle is too dark for me to tell if there's goo on the bottom and I pour it in a glass. So that kind of like, if there is goo, it gets mixed in. Yeah. That's the mushroom you guys were talking about. And um, the pink lady. You liked. Yeah. Uh, it's like apple flavor. I'm going to try that one. And then I also got their fruit punch, which is like pineapple, orange, mango. And I tried that today with lunch and it was really good. Mm, okay. So I just wanted to like try it a little sippy. So I'm saving the rest for later. But anyway. Um, and then I liked it so much that I now ordered a case of that pink lady. And I, I also ordered, oh, hi, Mo. And I ordered a case of, they had a, a grape one that I thought, Ooh, I'm like, oh, grapes, wine. Natural fat. You guys. Kelly's getting jealous. I'm sorry, boo. Oh, Momo's here though. I like how you can just see Mo's tail. I know. Like a little tick, 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 tick. Um, okay. okay. So should we talk about survival stories? Let's do it. Okay. Um, do you want to go first? Of course I do. Of but course. is that annoying? Like, if you want to go first, go. I don't push it. Okay. Notice, Jenny, I don't see any notes in front of you. No, I have notes on my phone. Okay. But I've got a computer mm -hmm. and a notepad. <laughs> this is a story I worked on like two weeks ago and just, just, I didn't want to do it. Like, I just wasn't in the mood to do it. And I was kind of rushing around this week so far. Right. So I was like, oh, I have that backup story. I do have another one in the can for next week that I'm whatever. Okay. Right. So this is a survival story of, I don't want to mess up her name. I just had like a panic attack that we aren't actually recording any of this. Oh my God. What if we're not? Can you hear us out there? Just kidding. I think we're good. Okay. Oh my God. If we're not, this is going to be like the most annoying thing ever. Okay. Ready? Go. Okay. We'll just hope for the best. Yeah. Kenny's not here. So we don't know what we're doing. Um, who needs Kenny? We do. Um, so, uh, my, her name is Manu Toygo. Okay. So I'm just going to call her by her first name, Manu. Mm -hmm. And I like triple check that because I hate when I mispronounce things and I always mispronounce things. So, well, we let's go. be honest. People mispronounce your name on a regular basis. Right. So I get a free pass to mispronounce everything. So um, Manu was born in Queensland in Australia, which is like the northeastern part of Australia. And she lived on a farm with her parents. Mm -hmm. And my computer's not scrolling, which is wonderful fun. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so growing up on a farm, she was forced to encounter dangerous wildlife, including um, several of the world's top 10 deadliest snakes. No, thank you. Wild dingoes. 
a dingo stole my baby did you watch or listen to the my favorite murder episode oh yeah i cleared it up i didn't know that was the story behind it yes uh poisonous spiders kangaroos boars and saltwater crocodiles i feel like kangaroos always shock me because they look a little so cute they look a little goofy and then but they'll beat the shit out of you step on you or they'll they'll kick kick you. you They'll go back on their tail or whatever. I'm just one. Okay. But that, <laughs> it won't happen. Um, in a wildlife preserve where they've been tamed, perhaps. No, not even that. I don't think they want you to touch it. Um, so not only were the animals extreme where she grew up, but the climate was extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, and at an early age, she learned how to use, how to use the resources from the land, like use sugarcane for hydration, which I did look that up as to how you do that. And I couldn't find it online. So I'm not really sure how that works. Okay. And then coconut water for hydration and stuff like that. Sure, sure, sure. Um, among many experiences on the farm, one, two experiences in particular taught her uh, great survival skills. And I'm going somewhere with this. So I'm not just telling you her life story for no reason. So... The first incident happened when she was nine mm-hmm. and she was feeding the chickens late in the evening on her farm and she stepped on something and it was a coral snake, which has the second deadliest venom of all the snakes in the world. Is the other one the inland taipan? No, the other one is the mom, the black mamba. <gasps> yeah, black mamba. Mamba. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the coral snake, the way it injects its venom, it's still very, very poisonous, but it's not as like, it takes longer to get into your body. I think you have like 72 hours or something. Anyway, she steps on the snake. She realizes right away, this is not the survival story, but she realizes right away that she stepped on its head. So she knew not to move her foot. Oh yeah. So she stayed in place and yelled for her father. And then finally he came and they were able to like get her off the snake and kill him. Cause if she would have moved her foot, it would have bit her. she lived um the other incident happened when she was 11 and she was kayaking no don't kayak the fuck in salt water and there was a saltwater crocodile that attacked her kayak and essentially tipped it over and her dog was with her in the kayak and ate her dog and she was and she survived she swam to shore and she said if her dog wasn't with her and sacrificed its life she probably would have died so basically she's a badass. Like she's been in some terrible circumstances and she's, she knows her way around survival things. Okay. 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 She sounds, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's very cool. So at age 17, she joined the Australian army and she served. Australia eight, has an army. Australia has an army and she served duty in places. I'm not really sure. I mean, I'm sure they help like in other countries. Do you ever wonder if they have all the like branches? Like in the US, we have like all these branches. And I always wonder if other countries, if it's just like an army and that's it, or if they have like the Air Force, the Navy, the whatever. The military. (laughs) (laughs) The Marine. I meant the Marines. Yes, the Marines. Um, I just always wonder that if other countries have like separate ones or if it's all just under one title. Yeah, if someone knows, let us know. Yeah. I mean, I know we have some listeners in Australia, so if you can let us know what your army consists of. I would guess they have a Navy. I mean, I would have, I mean they're surrounded by water. So yeah, I would hope. They Maybe they don't call it a Navy. Yeah. Maybe they just call them seamen. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So she served eight years uh-huh. and she then had an injury. So she was, uh, what's it called? Uh, Honorably discharged. discharged. And she decided, you know what? I want to move to Seattle. So in 1998, that's what she did. She moves to Seattle. She came upon some hard times 
and she was homeless for a while, but she got back on her feet and made enough money to pay for herself to go to college and graduate college. And, wow. and here we are in 2013. Oh, mommy, and you got so much hair coming out. Oh, sorry. I did just brush up a big fur ball just went. You okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't <laughs> Quit know. touching your cat. <laughs> I know. I'm just like scratching him over here. And Jenny's like, can you not do that? Um, so in 2013, <laughs> she was featured on, she decided to join this show called Naked and Afraid, which stop. I love the show. Do you? I only watched a few episodes. It's so good. It makes me very uncomfortable. Why? Because they're naked and, and afraid. <laughs> so if you don't watch the show, they're on like season 26 now, but she was featured on season one, episode eight, if you want to check out her. her oh, okay. Because I just watched it again before this. And essentially what it is, it's on Discovery and it's a show where they take two people, a man and a woman, mm-hmm. they plop them down in a remote location. Like hers was in the Panama jungle, which is apparently the most like dangerous and deadly jungle. Perfect. Yeah. Great. And, um, they get one like tool they can bring with them, like a fire starter or a machete or whatever it is they want to bring with them. Uh huh. And they have to survive for 21 days, like no food. Well, they have to find their own food, find a water source, figure the shit out. And they don't have any clothes on. And they have no clothes on. Not even underwear? Not even underwear. So imagine the things that crawl through your hoo-ha. No thanks. Oh. No thank you. I just, I'm super, I, oh, I love Side note on hoo-has. Yeah. Um, Declan asked me nonstop recently about where babies come out of. Oh. And he said that do you poop them out of your butt. I said no. I'm. I said, ladies have a special baby hole. Oh, that's, so a good, that's, that's what a I call it. Special answer. A baby hole. So if anyone needs to use that, just call it a baby hole. If you need more parenting advice, just ask Jenny. Just at me. Baby hole. It's a baby hole. It's where the so baby. So did comes he out. accept that response? Yes. He was like, oh okay. He's like, oh, you have an extra hole. I'm like, yeah, it's a baby hole. That's, that's where the baby comes out. out of. And then he just moved on. And then he moved on. Great. And I was like. You don't no more need. questions. <laughs> we didn't get into the how the baby is made. And well, that'll be nice. Tummy. And hopefully that's not for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's see. So her location at, when she signed up for the show, like I said, she has been into survival her whole life. She comes from a background where she knows her way around, you know, different climates and temperatures and all these the things. The Outback. The Outback. And so she was like, <laughs> I want to do this show. And she was also featured on some other survival show that, didn't make it to mainstream but this is like her thing so her and her partner were dropped in the middle of the panama jungle and and this partner is not a partner it's a stranger it's a stranger she doesn't know him stranger thing yeah and you're just naked that would be a little i mean the good news is there's gotta i mean there's gotta be camera people there so at least you're not alone alone true there there are she did say in like a past interview that like the crew is there but they're limited and they try to stay far away so you are on your own but if there's an emergency, you're going to tap out and get them. Well, I was just more thinking like men are kind of rapey sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did watch an interview with her and the guy interviewing her, I forget the name of the YouTube channel, but he was such a fucking creep. Like I was just like, I couldn't even, I'm like, I can't even, he kept talking about how hot she was. I'm like, I can't, I cannot. You're just a creeper anyway. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying all men, but. No, of course not. Some women. You know creepy. who you are. You know, we're watching you. We're watching you. Okay. You're watching us. Um, <laughs> Technically, they're watching us. <laughs> so she, so the Panama jungle, it's very jungly. It has a lot of, 
has a lot of snakes, yeah. spiders, yeah, loud monkeys. They're called. Hold on. Oh my god, who could read this? Like, are you kidding me? Serial killer. Um, you wrote them. <laughs> look at this. Okay. Oh, howling monkeys, really. And they're so loud and they're very aggressive, especially during mating season. Do you think when they say aggressive, they mean throwing their own shit? I, I, they mean peeing on you, throwing your shit. They mean they can rip your face off. If you're in their territory, they don't fuck around. Oh, I just watched a movie where someone got their face ripped off. That happened to a lady in, didn't that, didn't she have a face transplant in Cleveland? Yeah, the first face transplant yeah, from a, a monkey. Didn't a monkey rip her face yes, off? Yes, a monkey did rip her face off. Maybe it was a howling monkey. No, it was a chimpanzee. Oh. Okay. Well, it rains. <laughs> it rains it a rains. lot. It's cold. It's hot. It's cold at night, hot during the day. It's a, just a terrible place to stay for 21 days. There's like no, it's hard to catch food. Every episode, if you watch, they make a freaking fish basket. They never catch any fish in it. It's a whole thing. They went almost the whole 20 days without eating. One day it rained so hard, hermit crabs emerged. They cooked the hermit crabs. The final day they caught, I'm just, I'm just summarizing it. They find the final day they caught um, lobster, two lobsters oh. and a fish. So they did get to eat. On the last day of the show, um, they had to build a raft and then they had to raft four miles to another island. Mm-mm. And mind you, they hadn't really eaten in 21 days. And then they had to, while they were rafting, there was like a swarm of jellyfish that they had to go through. They're naked, so they're getting stung. And also white tip sharks, which are very aggressive. They never wanted to come up with any kind of clothing situation no okay there's not really a lot you could do i would want to try and cover my hoo-ha i would too that'd be the first thing i did i'd be like i wouldn't care about i don't care about my boobs they're fine i would just want nothing to crawl up in there or around there or yeah the bite the mosquitoes and the (gasps) it's just bad it's awful she said it was one of the hardest things she's ever done um she did make it through um oh and the thorns when they're walking through the jungle are like inches thick like it's just it's crazy. So she makes that out of this 21 day challenge. Um, she returns to LA where she lives at the time. And this is where the actual survival story comes in. So she starts to get really sick and, um, oh shit, what did I do? Okay. <laughs> Picture of a large pig just popped up on my screen when I did that. It's weird. Okay. Oink, oink. Who knows what I've been looking up? Okay. So she has, um, a headache between her eyes and the headache progresses to a fever mm-hmm. and she starts to get really bad nosebleeds and gum bleeding and to the point where she couldn't even stand up is there something living in her sinuses no but that made for a much better story <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> let's read like that's what happened um, the end so she goes <laughs> to the hospital after three days and she's also she also lost 16 pounds during the challenge she's like I mean, she's just like skinny and emaciated. She's skinny. She's gross. She's just like, whatever. So she goes to the hospital and they're just like, you're fine. You're anemic. I'm anemic. They send her back home. That's why I'm tired all the time. I'm, I, they said I wasn't anemic, but I'm freaking tired all the time. I feel like their, the results were incorrect. Every time I get my blood test, they're like, did you know you're anemic? I'm like, yeah. What do. do you take for that? Like, a, you're supposed to take iron supplements, but they make me um, get all constipated, so I don't take them. Oh. I'd rather shit and be tired than, <laughs> than be constipated. Not <laughs> I could, I could see why you would do that. I'm like freezing. I have a blanket. Everybody, here's the blanket. 
She is cocooned over here. I'm cocooned. I'm the one in charge of all the stuff. My geisha outfit. <laughs> it is, it's 72 in here. I don't know. You'll start sweating when you're Well, I, did, I got my second shot on Tuesday and I think I'm still like a little remnant, like oh. chills and stuff. Mm, that's what it is. It's gotta be. Because there's no way I'm. It is cool near we have the sunroom open too. So oh, okay. I think. No, that, no, it's perfect. I find there, I find there to be a chill in the air. <laughs> anyway. So she, they send her home and she gets worse. She has to go back to the hospital and it turns out that she was bitten by a bad mosquito and a naughty mosquito, a naughty mosquito that gave her dengue, dengue fever. I'm pronouncing it dengue because that's how they pronounced it online. Sure. Yeah. And she has the, there's four different kinds of it and she has the worst kind. And it's all from a fucking mosquito bite from this Panama. So are you going to tell us what this disease is? First off, the video of her when she was sick is <gasps> what? Oh, she's going to make a bust through the gate. She's too, she's so afraid of the baby gate. She might though. She's pretty jealous of Mo right now. Um, I like so, that Mo's just teasing. He's like, hey, I'm getting petted and you're not. So basically the version she has is it, um, it's a virus mm-hmm. and it's transmitted through mosquitoes and it causes uh, paralysis. It can, it's deadly if you don't catch it. Okay. Like she, they said maybe one more day, she probably would have died from it. That's how like intense it was. Um, but the, the version she has reaches to um, her blood vessels where they start hemorrhaging internally. Oh, and she's going to start bleeding out of all her orifices. No, but she was bleed. Like it was bad. It was really bad. In fact, um, essentially what happens is a mosquito bites you, gets the virus in you and you just have like cramping headaches. Um, and some of the symptoms can be confused for other things too. Mm-hmm. And then eventually like paralysis and eventually your organs shut down and you die. Mm. So she got to the hospital just in time and they pumped her with fluids and plasma I feel like they're, if they're putting plasma in you, it's bad news. Yeah. Agreed. Right. Agreed. Um, she was able to make recovery somehow. Um, she spent two weeks in the hospital and then it was months of physical therapy. She said she had to learn how to, um, walk again. It messes with some of your brain function. So like she had to learn how to like read like certain things again. And like her memory loss was really bad. It like jacked up. So she had physical therapy for, they said it could take her years to regain strength and get back to normal. But she did because she's a badass. And I like um, how you just did this. But she did because she's a badass. I want to make sure the camera, I didn't want to go out here. Yeah, you got to get it on camera. camera. Um, <laughs> but in 2019, this was in 2013, in 2019, she decides to go back for another episode of Naked and Afraid with 14 other. It's like, it was like a big reunion Naked and Afraid oh, episode. Okay. But it's still like, I think it was like, like a 40 days. They do 40 days in like some remote area, whatever. She only made it seven days because um, she found out her oh, her brother was going to start receiving treatments for uh, jaw cancer. Oh. And she wanted to be there for him. So she yeah. tapped out at seven days. Um, and currently right now she runs a wilderness camp in California. And oh. she, her goal is to educate the youth about environmental um, causes and how to respect the environment. Like when she was in the Panama jungle, she was very respectful of the resources and, and the other, one of the other characters there like killed an anteater and they, then he couldn't make a fire to eat it. And she just felt not very like disrespectful to the earth because he just killed something for no reason. Not that he knew that, but 
she tries to teach like respecting the earth and different tactics on like how to make a fort and light fire and fish and all these other mm -hmm. things. Um, so she also, let's see, she released a song called Plastic Solution and 100% of the song profits go for efforts fighting against plastic pollution. Oh, so she's done a lot of good. She's still like out there working. And again, she said it took her many, a couple of years to recover from this terrible virus that she got while she was in the Panama jungle. I mean, so basically her life, her whole life is a survival story. Yeah. And her character just, I saw this a lot. I watched this episode a long time ago and she always stuck out to me because she was just like, she never complained during the episode. She was just such a bad, she was just a badass. So, well, I just have to say when you said that she has this wilderness camp thing, I immediately thought of wilderness girls. And I don't know if you're familiar with Troop Beverly Hills. I am, but it's been like, they're wilderness girls. Are they? Maybe I'm not familiar with that. Beverly Hills, what a thrill. Beverly Hills, what a thrill. I don't know this at all. What? What year did this come out? It was the 80s. Oh. Maybe okay. the early 90s. Like the Beverly Hillbillies? No, no, no. The Beverly Hill, the Troop Beverly, it's called Troop Beverly Hills. Oh. Okay, I have to look into that. Did you watch Shawshank Redemption yet? No. Okay. Um, hold on. I, I didn't watch that. The Secret either. Wait, hold on. Fuck. Okay, well, then we both owe each other a movie watch. Yeah. Um, hold on. So and then I'll do my story, I swear. So that's the story of Manu Toygo, who's a badass from Australia. Mm, mm. So that was season one, episode eight of Naked and Afraid, if you want to check her out. I never have seen that. True Beverly Hills, don't know. Don't know it, need to watch it. You do. It was, it was so a staple. Maybe early 90s. Oh, I would be into that. Is it like camp on Awana, we hold you in no, I Salute your shorts? No, <laughs> but <laughs> it looks like I might be getting tacos for dinner. Oh, from Condado? Yes. Uh, my friend's coming over with her puppy. <gasps> oh, Hobbs. Okay, um, hold on, I gotta open my notes app again. Tell me a story. I'm about to tell you a story. I don't know where I put this. I needed a break from a true crimey one. Uh, I took my break last week. Yeah, so. you took a break last week. I did two in a row. So that's why I, I wanted to do like story. three in a row. All right. So mine is a true crime one, but it's not like, I feel like a lot of times the true crime ones end up being like a woman getting kidnapped and raped. And, I, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but I, I mean, this was an interesting one because it, it's child who survives. And um, okay. So this is from the show on what the unbreakable survivals. Blah, 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 rewind unbreakable survivor speak okay okay it's on so the, no charisma no charisma carpenter this week uh i found this for free <laughs> and it's on id investigation oh, discovery or as I they like to say it investigation. investigation discovery or i think they just say investigate i don't remember what they say i think they say just investigate but. investigate and then they show the id and then i just anyway. keep hearing the forensic files <laughs> We watched Forensic Files after we went to that My Favorite Murder live show. We did. Oh my God. Jenny and I went to the My Favorite Murder live show. <laughs> this was years ago. This is 19. 2019? Yeah. And then we went back to the hotel room and just. Might have been 2018. I think it was 18. Yeah. Yeah. It was an 18. And instead of like going to the bar and drinking or whatever, we or did we order wine or something? And we just played in bed and watched Forensic Files. We ordered 
champagne because <laughs> we were like we fancy so we ordered pizza champagne and we something pigged, and we pigged <gasps> french fries yep and a burger didn't we get a burger too we, we ate in bed and then we ate in bed and washed forensic files and was, drank champagne it was so Tana and I are going on vacation next week yeah and we're taking the dog so a lot of times I'm going to be like hanging out with the dog probably but that's really what I envision my vacation to be just and he loves Dateline too so can we just watch Dateline and drink in bed yeah okay yeah exactly <laughs> okay so um so this story is about Larry Bobish Jr. okay and I don't know if you're saying his right his name right I mean, Larry, yes. Bobish. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing Larry. Is it Larry or Larry? Maybe Larry. <laughs> okay. But he goes by LJ. So exciting news. Great. Great for <laughs> you. Because he's a junior. He's His dad was Larry Sr. He was Larry Jr. So he went by LJ. Is that how that works? Thanks. <laughs> just kidding. I didn't know that was just a Midwest thing. I have like tons of cousins that are like. Really? Is it a Midwest thing? I don't know. I have a lot of cousins that are like DJs and. Like that sort TJ's of thing. TJ's and DJ's. TJ's, yeah. DJ's. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my claws falling out. Uh oh. I heard claws were making a comeback. It's no, I heard. 1990. No, I heard they're making a comeback. I like that hair. Gigi Hadish or whatever. Oh. Hadid? Yeah. No. Gigi Hadid. And oh, my picture's maybe Kendall Jenner? I don't know. They're all wearing the clips now. That's not why I'm wearing it. I'm wearing no, it because my hair is terrifying underneath this clip. I don't have any hair, so. <laughs> All right. So mm -hmm. at the time of this story, it's 2002 and LJ is 12 years old. Um, he has one sister and okay. uh, he has parents are still together. And he has kind of like one of those picturesque childhoods where his dad was a mechanic and he worked really hard. And so the kids never wanted for anything. So they um, like, you know, they had like trampolines and scooters and like all that fun stuff. Yeah you know, like toys. Yeah. Things my mom would be like, go play outside until the street lights come on. <laughs> Correct. My mm. mom was my mom was a good mom. I'm just kidding. But she would say that's that. just how life was. Do your chores first. That was life how life was. Yeah. Um okay. So the dad had to give up being a mechanic though because he um, ended up with diabetes and bad knees. And so oh. in order to do the work of a mechanic, that's not really gonna be. Yeah, you need, you need your knees. You need your knees you need and, being, and, and being a diabetic, a lot of times comes with a lot of health issues yes. that can prevent you. Like you can actually uh, use that as, um, to get like, what's that called? Long-term disability? Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. um, so, his dad um, started to deal drugs. I mean, I'm not against it. <laughs> what kind? It didn't really get into details, Is but I think freaking bad. <laughs> it's basically that's what exactly what it feels like when I was watching this and reading mm -hmm. the articles. It's very Breaking Bad. So he starts stealing drugs. I think they were like some of his pain meds oh. for some of his like problems. So it was more like I think pharmaceutical drug well. dealing. If that's how it wasn't so effing expensive. Yes, America, get it together. So basically, he starts dealing drugs to make ends meet. Okay. And um, obviously, the kids like really didn't know that was happening. They just knew that their dad was spending a lot of time out in the garage because that was where he was dealing drugs. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So unfortunately, um, his sister, 
who was um, a little bit older than him. She was a teenager. She starts hanging out with this guy, Mark Edwards. And Mark Edwards um, is kind of bad news. He's in on the drug scene and mm -hmm. he gets the sister, and they never say her name, um, to start taking the drug wet. Okay, I don't know what that is. Exactly, because we are nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> because I've done marijuana. I've had the marijuana. And that's it. Also true. <laughs> uh, or I've had some pharmaceutical drugs, but only because the doctor prescribed them. <laughs> I do think I, so when we went, sidebar, when we went to Seattle years ago, we ordered like, this is before marijuana was legal. Um, we ordered like a brownie off of some random person. We didn't order it. We bought a weed brownie and I have never been so stoned in my life. I was like hallucinate. Like it was late. Like something else was in it. It was a terrible experience. So I don't do I'm not, I'll drink wine. Yeah. It's I'm not good. for me. It's good just not my jam. I'll just drink kombucha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So um, this drug called wet uh, is a cigarette that they dip in PCP Holy and shit. embalming fluid. What? Why? Don't know. Who? The sister. <laughs> what was he like here? Try my camel light. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure it wasn't a lot. I, I just love that it's called wet. Like that's just the name of it. Hey, you want to try some wet? No. Sure. You might as well just fucking call it moist. Let's do some moist. <laughs> you sick ass. Gross. Um, I was kind of on board with the PCP until we got to the embalming fluid. Wait, but why are we on board with the PCP? Because at least I know PCP is like a drug, but you shouldn't, unless you're dead, embalming fluid shouldn't be like no on your lippies. Like a topper. No. Ew. Should be a sprinkle. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't do PCP either because it's like, I don't, I don't know. I it's not it's, at all it's regulated. Like crack, isn't it? I have absolutely no idea. Okay. So then, of course, the sister gets pregnant at 17 with a baby boy. And the dad, uh, Larry Sr., mm -hmm. is like starting to freak out because he's already like not doing super great. He's selling drugs to support his family. So now he decides he needs to sell more drugs. <sighs> and get into like harder stuff to like make more money because now there's gonna be a baby that he needs to support. And I'm like- And she's on drugs. Well, yeah, but I don't know if, I don't know how much the dad is aware oh, of all that okay. because he's so busy trying to sell his own drugs so What's that he can support this situation. Hanging out, I don't know. Okay. They don't talk about her a lot. Okay. <laughs> Maybe she's not in the picture. No, she's there. Oh, okay. Oh, she's for sure there. Maybe she's working at like- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe she's got like another job. Um, fuck. Hold on. Sorry. Okay. Wait, what? Sorry. What year is this again? 2002. Okay. So she's definitely not a war. She's definitely, that's why I was asking. My reference was still in the eighties. Yeah. So this kid was born in 1990. Okay. See, I did math without a Kenny. Good for you. We don't need you, Kenny. Mm. Just kidding. Just kidding. We have, we have no idea what we're doing. We don't even in know fact, if this is recording. But this is recording. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Oh my God. You know what? It's not recording. Shut up. I forgot to hook it up to this microphone. It's, re it's recording on this one. It's gonna sound like shit though. The whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, is this recording? Yeah. <laughs> um, should I just, should I turn on, should I find the microphone there? I don't know. Do you think it's gonna sound terrible? Let's finish and then see what, how it sounds. We're going to finish and see how it sounds. This is what really happens behind the scenes. And Kenny is not here to fix it. Kenny, we need you. Or set it up. 
So these microphones are just for show. I'll keep talking into it like it works. I'm not. Oh, I'm going on strike. Okay. Yeah, I guess I should probably talk I I towards like, this. Yeah, I can like. Maybe, okay. What if this sounds really good and we can lose the microphones? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I find that highly doubtful. All right, here we go. What if it is recording on microphones though? Okay. <laughs> you guys, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be great for you guys to listen to. And we're just getting out. we're just getting into the good part. So, but here, I'll move this closer just in case. Yeah. Okay. All right. And if this qu sound quality sucks, just sorry. Just skip it. Sorry. All right. So <laughs> sister's pregnant. Dad's selling harder drugs. Dad's getting in with a bad crowd because he needs to Catch sell more. Woo, woo, woo. So um, Mark Edwards, who was giving the sister the PCP wet cigarettes, uh -huh. um, he is really pissed because he sees how much money mm. Larry Sr. is making in his drug dealings. Mm -hmm. So he actually holds him up at gunpoint and makes him give him 600 bucks. What a piece of shit. Right. So he steals 600 bucks. And again, LJ, the son uh, and the survivor of the story was like, he didn't know what was going on, but he knew he heard his dad one time, like yelling at someone on the phone that he needs to give the money back. Mm -hmm. and he didn't know what it was about. Anywho, uh, so one morning, a couple days after that phone call where Larry Sr. was yelling at someone about giving the money back, okay, it's 5 a.m. and there's a knocking at the door. I assume it's not knocking. I'm going to assume it's like pounding. Don't answer the door that early. So the dad gets up and goes to the door first, opens, opens the door, and LJ is like right behind him. And all of a sudden the door opens, there are two gunshots, Ugh. pop, pop, and Larry Sr. falls to the ground. Oh no. And it's Mark Edwards who had stolen the $600, had been getting the sister high with his wet, his wet, <laughs> I can't stop saying it. And then he's about two feet away from LJ. He turns, he points the gun at his head. Oh my God. LJ puts his hand up to block because that's Natural what you do. Natural reaction, yeah. And Mark Edwards shoots the gun from two feet away. Ooh. It goes through LJ's hand and into his head. Oh. He said he just felt like something flew through his head. And I'm like, well, yes, a bullet, a bullet did. And he fell backwards onto the couch. Well, okay. So then Mark Edwards walks through the house and he hears Mark Edwards shoot his mother. Oh my God. Then shoot his sister who is at the point 28 weeks pregnant oh. with, I'm assuming Mark Edwards baby because I they mean, were, I think they were fucking. Well, she's also on wet. And so she, yeah, true. maybe there's other people involved. I don't know. We don't know. So, um, based monster. Yeah. And um, poor LJ is still alive and he can hear his family members moaning. So he'd hear like his dad Jeez. and then he'd hear like his sister. And for some reason, Mark Edwards came back because I think LJ was the only one who tried to get up mm. after being shot in the head. He shot him again? No, oh. but he was shot in the head. He still tried to get up. And Mark Edwards came and pulled him up from behind and slashed his throat <gasps> three times. No. Yes, so true. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, How could you do that to another human being? I, I just don't know. Even... So LJ said it felt like it felt like 
the knife was going through a zipper. He said it made that like, oh God, like feeling yeah. of a zipper. So I'm wondering if it was serrated, which makes me want to throw up. Yeah. And then he fell to the ground and Mark Edwards kicked him multiple times. And once he started kicking him, he decided I'm not going to try and get up because every time I try and fight any of this, he just attacks me again. So he lays there. He actually passes out probably because he just got sliced in the neck, shot in the head and kicked a bunch of times. Passes out. When he wakes up, the entire house is on fire. Holy sh... Andy set the house on fire? Yeah, he's a dick. He's a terrible person. Couldn't he just have asked to get in on the drug biz? Yeah. Like, just ask. I don't know. So he then um, crawls to the door. So LJ crawls to the door. And of course, this dickwad locked the door. So he has to, like, crawl up and unlock it. Thankfully, though, there was a Corporal Stevens whose son went to school with LJ and was on a paper route at 6.30 in the morning. And he was riding past the house and saw it on fire. Wow. And called his dad, who was a corporal, like police, a very high ranking police officer. And um, so they come and they find LJ crawling out of the house. And Corporal Stevens tried to run into the house to try and save the other family members. But it was too late. So, it turns out that LJ was the only survivor of the attack. They helicoptered him, choppered him, flew him. Flew him. Flew him in a helicopter <laughs> to a hospital where they went in to do surgery to remove the bullet from his brain because it was still lodged. But when they got in there, it was too close to his spinal cord. So oh. he still lives with the bullet in his head to this day. Um, he went into protective custody for a while because they hadn't caught Mark Edwards. How, th- this guy's not smart. Like, but they they did. They caught him. Okay. They caught him four days. They caught him four days later. Okay. Later, and when they caught him four days later, the good news was, um, you know, he he was still in protective custody because Mark Edwards probably had other like drug related relationships yes. and could go after this kid so that Mark wouldn't get prosecuted. But whatever. So he's in protective custody. He changed his name to R.J. Great. Great guys. And, (laughs) and uh, really cute. He was going to church in his protective custody program. And there were some kids that were his age there and they invited him to come play video games with them. So again, he was like 12, 13 when this was happening. So he went over and he played video games and the family fell in love with him and thought he was a great kid. And they adopted him. So he ended up living with these adorable people. Hold on. I wrote their name down. I find it in my notes. Boop, of course not. I love when a story ends in a great adoption. Oh, here story. they are. Christy and Mark Altraj. Not sure, sure if I'm saying that right. Um, but before he went to live with them, he uh, he was visited by Corporal Stevens and he told Corporal Stevens that he wanted to live with him. Oh, oh I just got goosebumps. And you know, the corporal was he he was very touched and this uh investigation discovery show was the first time they had seen each other in about 10 years. I think I've seen this story. Yeah. And so now now. LJ's like a teenager, like 19 ish. And, um, you know, and the corporal's kind of like, I felt so terrible that I couldn't take him in, but 
he was a single dad. The corporal oh, was a single dad. He, take him in, so he was a single like... dad. He was working full time as, you know, in the police department. Mm-hmm. He was just super busy and just, he wouldn't have been, had a good home yeah. for, for him to, especially because he was dealing with so much. So he yeah. needed a family that was going to help him through the trauma that he had just endured. Yes. So um, Mark Edwards, the perpetrator, uh, was convicted and sentenced to death. And um, when his um, death sentence was coming to uh, fruition, um, LJ actually reached out and said that he didn't want Mark Edwards to be put to death. He's a much better person than I am. But And he said he didn't want, he knew that Mark Edwards had a son mm. and he didn't want another child to grow up without their father like he did. And so he, so he told Mark Edwards that he forgave him and that he didn't want him to be put to death. And so, uh, in the end there was a trial and Mark Edward Edwards was, um, had some sort of mental, disability. uh, yeah. Okay. Um, there's that fluffy ass cat. He's so pretty, isn't he? I don't think it's the white one though. It's a different one. It was cute. Okay. Um, I see him. Yeah, that's the same one. Look, oh, he's is it? Fluffing across uh, the yard. There's like, a really fluffy cat. You guys. He's so cute. You should see him, mm-hmm. but you won't. One day we'll show him to you. Um, <laughs> if you're we'll lucky. <laughs> so, um, so his uh, sentence got commuted to four life sentences. So he's never getting out. Right. But he won't be put to death. And sometimes that's a worse punishment though. Like sometimes people want to die versus serving the rest yeah. of their life in jail. I think it kind of depends on how you're perceived in yeah. jail. I think a lot of like child yes. molesters and stuff, it's torture to be in jail it's better because to die. the jail yard justice is like yeah. gonna get you. Sorry about that guys. Rhythm's gonna but not, get you. Rhythm is gonna get you. Rhythm is gonna get you. Rhythm is gonna get you. Oh. <laughs> Or wolf, wolf. I don't know what they say in that part. I don't either. Um, now you guys know what it looks like when we sing and start dancing, and Kenny's not here to roll his eyes at us and be like, or Jesus take his Christ. Off. Yeah, he doesn't want to like, hear that shit. Oh. Um, so anyway, so he got adopted, then he got to see the corporal again, and he is now uh, a successful adult. He has a little doggy, a little puppy mm-hmm. that he loves. He said it's the love of his life. Oh. And he loves to go hiking and go on road trips with the dog. And he is the manager of a restaurant and he mm-hmm. takes his job very seriously. He was like, I'm in charge of a bunch of people. And it's just like the cutest thing because he's still so young and so much, so much life ahead of him. And he took a really bad situation and made a life for himself. And yeah, that's can, I mean, and he's, he's, not ad- a, he's not a victim. His adoptive parents just seem so helpful. Like, you know what I mean? Like they just were supportive and like helped him through this and mm-hmm. all the stuff that he definitely needed. Um, Cause that, again, he could have ended up in the system and with a family that didn't play to his needs. And, mm-hmm. and that's not what happened. So um, that is a story Great. of LJ. Great story. Thank you. I hope you guys could hear it again. I'm sorry that the, the audio on this is going to suck ass. Kenny can kill me later. He told me that before we did this and I just didn't pay attention. Maybe it's working though. Probably not, but that's cool. I mean, everything's plugged in. It looks like it's working. Great that's all that matters (laughs) well I was gonna do uh weird news but since we're not sure if the sound is working on this thing save it we're just gonna like wrap it up and send this to Kenny and he can yell at us so uh thank you guys for listening we'll see you next week bye bye